Hello, everyone, and welcome back to one of our team previews for the 2024 season of the World Tour teams. And today we're looking at Intermarché Circus 1T. And as always, to discuss these things, it's Patrick Blake of Audu Cycling and one third of the Echelon Cycling Podcast. And I mean, Patrick, Intermarché, first looks in terms of last year's season. Obviously, Rui Costa was a breath of fresh air taking a stage race at a Vuelta España, but. Yeah, how how did you see the 2023 season? It wasn't brilliant, but I think there were certainly some decent glimmers in there. I think we all were expecting more from Binny, but I think that's mainly just a reflection on how he did at the tour. I think outside of there, he actually did all right, but considering the year that he had before then, we were all expecting quite big things. Back to one side, they did have some other victories, like you say, Rui Costa winning a stage of the Vuelta. I think it's quite easy to forget that there's George Zimmerman won a stage of the Criterium de Dauphiné. Biniam Gomai won a stage of Tour de Suisse. Uh, Volta Comunità Valenciana, Sofia Calvi at the beginning of the year. You know, Rui Costa was absolutely on fire. Koba Kosens, of course, as always, was on fire in February, as is the way with Koba Kosens. He's like the new Tim Valens now. So it wasn't brilliant, but I think there's certainly a couple of little glimmers in there to be taking positives. I think the heartbreaking moment for Binion Gamay was as well crashing on his birthday on the Tour of Flanders, which was not great. And obviously, again, Wevelgem was absolutely horrendous, bad weather. And we also had, what, and the Tour de France, he was impeded by Macho Van der Poel as well uh, on one of the stage or two of the stages, it looked like. So, yeah, but coming so close to a stage of victory uh, was a bit of a shame. But yeah, Mike Jonasson... Um, also somewhat doing something this year, which he, yeah, it's good to see him back on winning ways. But nevertheless, we might as well jump into the transfers. And I mean, Patrick, who are they bringing in for the 2024 season? The transfers coming in are a little bit thin on the ground, it must be said. We've got three riders from their development team and then two other riders. So we've got Kevin Collioni from Jacob Alula and Vito Breit from Team Flanders Balwars. But then we've got from their development team, Francesco Bassato, who won the under-23 Liège Baston Liège in 2023. We've got Alexi Fauda-Prost, who was right up there with Stana Mittet at the top of the Stelvio in the under-23 Giro d'Italia. He's a very promising French rider. He's only 19. And then we've got, prepare yourself for this name, Rolvan St. Martins Dyke. I think is... is I, I think I, ne- I nearly got it. Obviously, Dutch people in the comments will be like oh no he's he's completely got it wrong but yeah he's like some one meter 97 ruler beast pretty much so maybe he might take the prizes to tallest rider in a peloton i'm not too sure but yeah so a lot of focus on their youth coming in yeah there's not many high profile riders coming in so there's not too much moving the needle there in my opinion Especially when you consider that the riders going out are, of course, the Vuelta Espana stage winner, Rui Costa's leaving. There's also Nicola Bonifacio's leavin', Loic Vliegen, Sven Erik Bistrom, who is quietly quite an underrated rider, Ain de Ghent, uh, Lawrence Huiz, and Julius Johansson. Although that last one, we still don't really know where he's going. That's not confirmed yet. So, don't know, Scott, are you, in terms of balance of riders in versus riders out, would you say this is a slight regression? 
Well, for sure. Like, I definitely think it's a regression. We're talking on the echelon that Rui Costa priced himself out of a contract. So obviously he also won the a Japan Cup race as well, one of the final races of the season. Good to see that they put a lot of faith in their development team. But in terms of actually bringing someone on board that could just add that extra, obviously they lost a few riders the year before as well. That cost them as well. So I think they really need to step up the season because... They're not in the relegation zone. They were 15th in their team rankings, but still they need to have a good year from their current crop of riders. But do you think it's going to come off well or not? I'd say. I feel like this team, you know, from a couple of years ago have been Circus Wanted at Pro Conti. They've been building really good. And then signing Binny, they've had a little bit like a turbocharged year in 2022. And it kind of feels like this year it's kind of stagnated a little bit. And then... I just think it's going to be quite hard to really succeed. The focus on youth is great, but that's going to be great a few years down the line, not necessarily immediately. I mean, these youth riders, they're, they're good, but they're not like your generational talents that we've brought in in the past few years, like Avnapool, Pagacha, Ayuso, etc., who come in and start winning straight out the gates. They're going to take a little bit more time to warm up, I think. They are good. They're just, it's just going to take a little bit of time, in my opinion. I don't think they're going to be winning, you know, stages of world tour level events immediately. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think they, they should really keep on to Julius Johansson if, if they haven't already signed him because yeah like you said a question mark of then gonna stay with the squad nevertheless we might as well move into our first section well not our first section first race section monuments and i mean patrick they've had some top tens here and there in terms of past years but that was certainly not this year yeah i mean sarbianke is not a monument but fourth with ru costa was a result that we didn't even mention but in terms of monuments no top tens and I mean, the amount of points you can get in monuments is quite big. So, well, Toro Flanders, Binium, it does kind of suit him. So, well, Roubaix, Bit, Milan, San Remo to some extent. So, yeah. Well, who do you think they're sending as a leader for each of the five races? I think it's going to be a heavy reliance on Binny. Although, to be fair, they did get a top 10 in Roubaix with Lawrence Rex, I think his name is. Oh, was that this year? Yeah. Sorry, Lawrence Rex. And Marche, we came uh, ninth place. Yeah, I'm seeing Binny being the main player here for San Remo, for Flanders as well. I think that Roubaix is a different kind of thing. I'd, you know, be looking just whatever big rulers they have. Like, a, basically, to get success, it looks like they're going to have to try and repeat what we did this year, which is they're going to have to try and get riders in the break. And then they hope that they sort of hang on and finish inside the top 10, which is what Lawrence Rex did this year. I think that trying to hang on to the coattails of the big boys is just not going to work out very well. So I think you've got to try and play things a little bit more savvy in Roubaix. So I don't really know who the leader could be because they, you know, nobody saw Lawrence Rex finishing top 10. You just got to kind of, sometimes people just come out of the woodwork. In terms of Liege, it's a little bit trickier i'd i would maybe say somebody like lorenzo rota could be a decent option to try and get inside the top 10 then there's maybe George zimmerman as well would be a decent shout considering that you know it's very easy to forget that he finished second place behind Peo bilbao when he won in the tour de france this year so zimmerman was very close to a grand tour stage win this year on the biggest stage so i'd be focusing around those two maybe add in like bosato as well 
because after all, he won't be under 23 version. So throw him into the big one as well. And then, yeah, probably like a Rota Zimmerman, maybe Louis Mienkes as well in Lombardia. I was going to say that because he's finished 11th in the past, okay, a few years ago. But strange that he hasn't really targeted Liège that much. Yeah, I think he might have to go this year, like you say, if Intermarché are in the state which they're at, sort of looking to, you know, not get relegated in, you know, the next whatever, the next cycle in like two years, I think it's going to be, need to be looking at the UCI points and thinking about the best ways to try and accumulate some points. Well, we might as well move on into the first Grand Tour, the Giro d'Italia, obviously they absolutely ran riot with it in 2022. And... We don't really have any indications of who's going where yet. We will find out in due course. But yeah, Patrick, if it was up to you, you're the DS, you're the team manager at Intermarché. We know the route. We discussed that. And who are you sending to the Jude Sire? I'd be sending Gerben Tayson, I think, as a sprinter because Tayson against the big lads in the tall is probably going to struggle to you know, be that competitive. Whereas I think that in the Giro, maybe there'll be a little bit more leniency and therefore he could get a bit of a better result. So I think I'd be focusing with that. I'm half tempted to send Mienkes actually to a Giro Vuelta double because for a very similar reason, Evertor, we've already got Pogaccia, Vingegaard, Roglic, Avonapool. They all finished. That's all places of the top 10 gone already. And that's not even getting into any of the kind of second tier favourites. So I think Mienka's sneaking into a top 10 of a tour, however good the publicity is for that. You're thinking points wise, it's probably more realistic to send him to the Giro and the Vuelta to try and bag two top 10s there rather than going all in on the tour. I think that makes more sense, but I understand from a publicity standpoint and screen time it's more important to send your top riders to the tour. That's, of course, why Binny will be going there because I think that it was just an off year for Binny. So Binny will go to the tour alongside Hugo Page, I think, will probably go there as well. Rune Hellerhot, Lillian Kalmajan, kind of very proven riders. George Zimmerman will go there as well. Uh, maybe Lorenzo Rota if he doesn't go to the Giro. And then the Vuelta, yeah, Mienkes plus maybe send some of your younger talents as well. To the to the Vuelta, just kind of see how they go. I'd like to see Basato maybe go to the Vuelta. I think that he's very good. He's like an Ida Schelling, Maxi Van Hills kind of puncher type, so I think he'd do very well there. But do you think my Mienkes Giro Vuelta makes sense, or would you send him to the Tour? No, absolutely. And especially like what you're saying, that when you look at it realistically, how many riders are taking up the top 10 already? And that's not even factoring in maybe uh, Adam Yates and a set poofs are going to be in there as well. And they're not even considered part of the, the sub-tier favorite. And is he going to take a stage win? I mean, that's very risky, but we know that he has the pedigree of a Grand Tour rider. He's finished top 10, I think, almost every single Grand Tour of the three Grand Tours. He's definitely finished top 10 in the Tour before. Giro, Welter, big points on offer. And maybe he can even sneak a stage here or there. I, I think that makes a lot more sense for Intermarché from a points-getting perspective. I mean, Binyam Gumay, obviously he had that terrible crash in uh, Tour de Flanders and he had his tour first Tour de France. Obviously, there was this insane pressure on him as well, considering the absolutely, what would you say, colossal success that he had in the Giro d'Italia. But he made it to the end, so it was his first Grand Tour. So maybe... 
building on this, you'll be a lot more confident this year, well, next year at the tour and thereby more more open to getting success because he was very close. It wasn't like he wasn't featuring in the pointy end of the sprint. He was up there and it's just whether or not maybe we were talking about this a lot as well. His lead out is a bit more organized because sometimes there was a lot of work being done by his last lead out man to just get him in position. And I felt like that was one of the weaknesses of the Tour de France team. I see what you mean. I think with Vinny, like you say, he was always up there at the end of the sprints, but he's always getting kind of shuffled out of position. I think it was just a different kettle of fish to what he was used to at the Giro, where yes, there was sprinting talent there, but Tour de France sprints just seem on a different level of hectic, where it's very cutthroat and you are just kind of barged out of the way. And maybe Vinny, not as a pure bunch sprinter but more of one who's good at climbing as well i think that maybe he was just a little bit not used to the absolute hecticness in the finale but having gone through one edition of the tour i think that he'll do better next time with the experience that he gained this year so who are you sending in terms of his lead out men i'd be sending turnison for sure i think that he's probably one of the best ones there and then yeah i, I think Hala Hotz is kind of like your 5k to go, man. I think at Hugo Page as well probably will go before Turnison, maybe Lawrence Rex or Adrian Petit as well. It's just like the big kind of powerhouse riders. You've got Taka van der Horn, I reckon he'll likely be going as well. Yeah, there's a couple of rulers in there, and then finishing off with Hugo Page and Turnison. I think that that's quite satisfactory. Considering that Turnison was the one who led out Wam and Art when he won on the Champs Elysees. So it's a good guy to have. Yeah, very true. But I mean, we might as well come to our final part, predictions. And I mean, yeah, Patrick, what's your predictions for Intermarché in 2024? I think that, I think Mienke's top 10's the Giro of Walter. That is, if he goes, I think Gerben Tayson wins a sprint at the Giro d'Italia. And I'll give one for Binny. Where does Binny? I think Binny, will Binny win a Tour de France stage? That's the big question. I think it's going to be hard. But you know what? I'll say it. I think he wins a stage of the tour. And because I quite like him, Francesco Passato, if he goes to the Vuelta, I think he will... I don't think he'll win, but I think he'll come top three, three times. That's my slightly flaky one, but I'm I'm putting it out there anyway. What about you? You've taken the best ones. Well... There's no rules in here. In like a Tour de France sprint, it's it's hectic and you're not given any quarter. Yeah, I agree with you on both the Louis Minkies and yeah, I hope Benio Gavine takes the stage. Like imagine the Atreya. I think they will just have like a public party for the whole tour if he does that. What about Benny at the monuments? Yeah, I was thinking that. I think he's going to top 10 in one of them. Mm. But which one? I mean, in Lance San Remo, you would say fits him quite well because he can keep with the best. He has beaten Macho Van der Poel in the past in sprints. And I mean, the stage he won in the Giro d'Italia, that was quite classic-y, you would say, with the rolling hills. But that's not really a monument. Tour of Flanders, I felt like he had more to give. Well, yeah, but it was terrible weather as well. So I'm going to say he top 10s, well, screw it. Top 10 at Milan San Remo and top 10 at the Tour of Flanders. And we'll see if he does the tour. Yeah. Well. And what else? 
how many stages do you think they're going to win in all the Grand Tours in total? Two. Two, okay. I think they're going to get one stage in the Giro, two in the Tour, and zero in the Welter, so I'll say three. Okay. But anyways, that is basically it for our team preview here of Intermarché 1T Circus. I always get that wrong. Make sure to let us know down in the comments what you think Intermarché are going to be doing in the 2024 season. And of course, check out Patrick's channel, Audio Cycling, and hit the like button, subscribe to the channel here. And we will see you in the next one, which is another eye in your screen days.